Hi there, and welcome back to Out There, a cryptid podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Each week I come out with a new episode focused on a cryptid that I find super fascinating and weird. If you don't know what a cryptid is, it is defined as an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Make sure you go and follow the podcast on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, and check out the posts I make for each episode and maybe send some suggestions you'd like to hear. Now, this week's episode is a full weird club with my sister, Jenna, about the Lake Champlain monster. So if you haven't heard last week's episode, you should probably go do that because this won't make sense either way, slash it would spoil everything for you. So go do that and then listen to this one. But this was so much fun to record, and it was great to have Jenna back on a cryptid that she didn't destroy. So let's see what she thinks about the Lake Champlain monster. Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to the Weird Club segment of the show. My sister Jenna is back. What's up, Goyle? Hi guys, it's me again. <laughs> so um, we brought her back because last time we didn't have any good hard evidence. So this time we brought her back for one with all the evidence. It's a redemption story. It's a redemption story. We love a redemption story. Um, Big so comeback fans. We know you're a believer, even though you tore apart hellhounds. So let's, we'll skip that question. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. Right off the bat, what are your thoughts on Champ? Now, this one is one that I can get into. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Evidence is, is key, but also like, if you throw a cryptid that lives in a deep body of water at me, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Because right. you know what we don't know a lot about? What lives in deep water. With no so, idea. No it's like idea. really, really not good at the, at the deep water stuff. Still For discovering sure. stuff all the time. And mm-hmm. so if you're going to come at me with uh, any kind of, of water creature in the deep, <laughs> like you have me like pretty much out the gate. Perfect. Perfect. And I think this one, um, I have to say, do like after becoming an avid cryptid fan, um, Loch Ness just became more and more, um, I don't know, like, I don't want to say, I, I, but I'm a lot more skeptical of Loch Ness than I was to begin with. Um, but with this one, with Champ in particular, the evidence just is like crazy. And especially, um, you know, like, with sea monsters, we'd like to think that our technology is getting better and better to discover these types of things. And I think that as our technology has gotten better and better, it's proving that whatever people saw back in the day and whatever the Native Americans saw there, there's something in there that we don't know yet. Um, yeah. And I don't want to hate on Nessie because I mean, no. Nessie, I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say RIP. All right, and I for think sure. that maybe, maybe Nessie just wasn't around long enough mm-hmm. for us to do all this fancy stuff Agreed. that we're doing to find champ. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a big, and we'll get there, I'm sure, um, mm-hmm. believer in, you know, sea turtles live 200 something years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, I'm just going to be clear. I'm not like a marine biologist here. Right, um, right, right. But how the hell do we know how long things in the water are living if we don't even know what they are? Yeah. So to say that, you know, Nessie could have been the last of a species that lived a long time and then right. that was the end. Um, and Champ could be younger and or more than one as some mm-hmm. of the evidence suggests. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to put down Nessie because I, I think that ne- again, maybe I'm too much of a believer in those, uh, <laughs> in those sea creature, uh, you know, situations but yeah. i love myself some nessie and i'm a big fan of champ here yeah he's cool or they sorry i don't know their gender pronoun. that's true i know that's true we're really making yeah. a lot of assumptions champs like just Champ. the, it should the be family. champs technically because it you know, could be like multiple. a surname right exactly um like the von champs because right. they're on the lake because they're fancy on the lake they're fancy on the lake um what are, what our listeners and you will know too is from the what we talked about in the Lake Iliamna episode were um I'm blanking on the name of that shark. What what were they called? Blue sharks? I can't remember what they were. It was those weird things weird that live sharks, yeah. They live and like um mom texted me after the episode came out and was like, 
it, that's so funny. Actually, I was watching on Shark Week and they were talking about how they don't know a lot about those sharks. And funny enough, they come up in your podcast. She's going to love that. Um, and I was like, yeah, they're Mom, weird. shout out. Mom, shout out. She gets so many of them on this podcast. Um, but like those things, scientists believe live up for like 500 years, which is like, come I mean, on. These are dinosaurs, right? right? I mean, like sharks are mm-hmm. dinosaurs for sure. Or so these, so are these monsters. So right. we don't know. Yeah. Um, so let's just let's just dive in. First off, um, you know, basic skeptics will say that the humps are made by the wakes in the water from boats and stuff like that. I feel like, yeah, probably some sightings are that. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that everybody everybody saw Champ, um, but like you're trying to tell me that in, in the Mansi photo that that's the wake of a water? I don't think so. Hunty. Like, no, no, no. So I think, I mean, first of all, you don't just have sightings, right? It's not right. just like this hit the mainstream news and all of a sudden you put up that sign with all the people that saw something. Exactly. Like you have sightings that, first of all, are visually produced in photographs right also you know what a prosecutor loves more than a you know an eyewitness that (laughs) doesn't want to come forward and tell their story because they don't want to like you know jump into anything like i'm just gonna sit back here with my information like i don't really need to lead with this Mm -hmm. one that has a picture right like how are you gonna (laughs) come back she didn't go to the news she didn't want the press she was like no i'm good and then she just happens to have the photo of it like that is a good witness yeah and she you have that you have other types of evidence and you have it from people that are looking for something but you also have it from people that didn't believe and weren't looking for anything and i think sort of that combination um, of hard evidence and people that didn't go looking for this to tell the story are, it makes it a very, very strong case in terms of, can we prove this cryptid exists? And right. I think the answer is yes. Yeah. I mean, um, watching the Monster Quest episode, they interview uh, Sandra Mancy and she was, she is first off, like, she seems so cool. I would love to hang out with her. Um, but she was, she was totally just like, yeah, I mean, now I guess I'm like super famous because of this, but like, I don't know. It's just, we were just on the lake, like it's fine. And and so like, it makes it, I mean, if like, if she is making that up, she's a damn great actress, give her an right. Oscar. Right. Um, but I don't think, I think that she truly was just like, I don't know. I saw something and I happened to take a photo. And so I was going to say are. like a great actress with some like super sneaky Photoshopping skills yeah. that people can't detect. Yeah. Like the, the, like professionals cannot detect she's like um, a straight up like cia agent that came that came to the u.s to trick us into believing in champ because she knew that nessie was dead so she was like i gotta i gotta go somewhere else i gotta so move that's where, on that's where she started actually yeah that's where she started um did so, she take that one picture of nessie yeah the one the the most famous one that was a, a little stick attached to a submarine for sure that one yeah actually funny enough that one i talked about this in owl man but the same guy that discovered there's air quotes around that for everyone discovered <laughs> owl man was the same guy whose like niece or nephew created that photo and um, so like it was wasn't just like the first vision of owl man like a weird one too yeah like it was like yeah. a 13 year old girl who no like he was this guy was like she told me about it and they were like how do you know this girl and he was like i don't and they were like oh okay Oh, sure. Yeah. Cool, Still cool, cool. better than the frog people with the wand. That's the I worst love one. I love, <laughs> I love the Loveland frog. I love the wand. I don't know what it means, but I love it. Um, so basically um, what some, what some biologists say that there people were seeing um, spawning populations of minnows. So like there was like so many of them that that's what they saw. I don't think so. Did they merge into one giant minnow and jump out of the yeah. water? Like, I don't think that's, it's not like the Finding Nemo, you know, where the fish like make up the, like <laughs> make up the the arrows and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's what these minnows are doing. I mean, maybe, but like not suspended out of the water for a period of a couple <laughs> minutes where someone can capture a photograph. They're all laying on each other, just like chilling. They're like, Ooh. Those would be the coolest minnows in the whole world. They really would be. They're lit. Um, <laughs> So uh, now, since we're talking about the Mansi photo, 
there's something called the Radford analysis. Um, so this guy who ironically, like in one of the first newspapers that produced this, um, the, I, for, I think it's called like the Skeptic Inquiry or something like that. Um, but they were one of the first news media outlets to like to mass produce this photo. Um, this guy named something Radford, I don't remember his first name because he was mean, um, but this guy named Radford basically like devoted his research and his life to proving that this was fake and not well and he he didn't say like she made it up meaning that it's just a misidentification so what he said was that it was a tree stump that had floated to the water and then fell back down um he even made like a, a like a replica to show how a tree stump would look um and I'm sure you could Google it and it, it, yes, of course it looks like the photo, but he also, he made the tree stump. So like, of course it's going to look like the photo. Um, but the thing to note about it is that logs. So like the log theory of it coming to the surface and then falling back down is actually scientifically accurate. Not saying that that's what it was, but basically um, when the log is decomposing, it creates gases in the rotting of the wood and it makes it more buoyant, um, but it, it's only for a brief moment. So basically um, on Monster Quest, the way they showed it was that it could be on the surface for a couple of days, a couple of who knows how long. And then for a brief moment when the gas is too much, it'll rise to the surface, it'll stay there for a little bit, but once the gas is released, it'll sink back down. Um, so basically like people are saying that this could be what people are seeing is these logs coming up to the surface, staying there for a little bit and then falling back down. Um, that doesn't account for when people saw it moving or, um, you know, I guess for the log one, I just, a tree stump in the water in the middle of the lake. That seems weird to me. I mean, stuff floats in lakes all the time. I right. just, so many of the sightings have like very specific ways that it moved that are all pretty similar in yeah. nature. Um, and I don't think that's the part of the story that's really sort of like widely publicized in a way that people are like, oh, I'm going to make this up and I'm going to also right. explain how different parts of its body emerge at different times. Like that's not really the part that ABC News is going to pitch. <laughs> yeah. um, so like that seems like it's sort of an independent detail of sorts that people right. are more consistent in. Like a log is not going to turn its head. A log mm -hmm. is not going to, like each of them have something. Um, and a very lot of specific. them see see swimming right not not coming out of the water right i mean so i i think is it possible that that's what it is sure, sure. but yeah. there's there's more to the accounts than is explained by the log right and i think honestly i i would be confident saying that like there probably are some sightings that were a log or were another fish and uh, you know but i think the ones that at least we've talked about and have become popular are not just um, a log or, you know, a known fish. I mean, we did this, we did this when I was really, really nice about hellhounds. Like, <laughs> you know, at a certain point when people are going and looking and they're so excited and they see, and, and it's water, it's a huge body of water. Right. And like anybody who's ever been in a huge body of water, when something looks weird, you're like, oh, what's that? Yeah. And sometimes you know, and sometimes you don't. So like, if people are there looking for champ mm -hmm. and they see a log and they're probably like, that could have been him. That's a sighting. Like I definitely think that there are some of those, right? but I'm not sure that the ones with documented evidence yeah. um, that we have are those. Right. And, and to um, be clear, like now you gave a shout out to mom and we are all avid shark week people. Mm -hmm. um, I've been going to the beach my entire life looking to see a shark and I ain't seen one yet. Nope, nope. And I'm saying to you that you can be there looking for something that you know exists right. in a very large body of water and that you, you can't find. <laughs> yeah. But you can also definitely have those situations where you see the like crest of a wave and you're like, whoa, is that it? Like, was that the time? Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. So I'm sure <laughs> that there are some of both. And right. also you now learned that I really want to see a shark in the ocean. True, true. It's it's a dream. And it's a champ. Dream. Champ too. Like, come on, show me. Show yourself. Quoting Elsa. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> show yourself. 
I'm dying to meet you. <laughs> Throw yourself. Honestly, it's a bop. It's a bop. I won't exactly I won't say anything more. I would Disney, say, don't I would sue say Frozen me. 2 did better than Frozen 1 in music, and I'm not sure that that's a popular opinion. I, I Into the Unknown, again, a bop. A hard bop. But coming back from Frozen. Um, so that biologist, um, uh, Ellen Marsden, another thing that she said, um, which is like, honestly... A, a, a pretty good point um basically she was like if you do so again she's a woman that said um 50 you need 50 at least 50 things um so basically she was like if you have 50 or 60 of these animals and they are as big as champ is reported to be then there should be a major food dent or a, like a dent in the food web of the lake and she was like we don't see that i agree but then i also have to say if this thing has been in this lake for that long, then the ecosystem would have balanced itself out already. So whatever evidence they have right now is like, because this thing is eating as much as it is, or maybe it's also a vegetarian or something. You don't know. Like, why are you judging him or her or them? I don't, I'm not buying what this lady's selling. Like she was, she was also mean. I didn't like her. There, <laughs> there have to be 50 of them for them to properly breed it's like okay but what if they're improperly breeding or what if they're not breeding at all right like first of all we don't know what they're supposed to look like so we mm-hmm. could be like deep in the inbred yeah can't see this we just don't know like maybe they could have before, been whales at one point and now right? they have these long necks <laughs> like we just don't know what happened to them right. but two like i don't understand why you think that this is a perfect you know yeah this this is the perfect conditions it's like okay well maybe there's three of them or maybe there's one right and maybe there were three and now there's one like you can't you cannot tell me that they are breeding like right. there's no evidence to show that yeah and another thing that like um was brought to my attention honestly recently about like dinosaurs and stuff is like we have to be like as smart as paleontologists archaeologists as smart as they are it's not like they were there during those times. So whatever evidence they're using is just a lot of context clues. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, hell, we thought that dinosaurs were reptilian and now they're trying to tell us that they had feathers and we're like, you got to pick one. Those are very different. So, um, you know, like who who knows if these, like maybe these things had a way of protecting from inbreeding and we just don't know about it because we know we don't know anything about dinosaurs. I think I said the first time when you asked if I was a skeptic or believer, like for us to come in and be like, well, we're humans. So we know how everything yeah. works. Like, <laughs> no, we don't. Like, yes, we've done a lot of things with technology. And yes, we learned a lot about dinosaurs through like fossils, but right. we like to say like, oh no, no, no. there need to be 50 dinosaurs <laughs> that live deep in the water for them to adequately maintain their population. And we know what they must eat. And they're not eating enough of it. Like, who are you? You're like, we didn't have their stomach context. We didn't. Did you go to school for this? Like, you're just <laughs> saying things. Yeah, I know. It's like, ugh, it's like skeptics. Chill. What like, a Debbie just, Downer like... that one. I know. She was. I hope she, she doesn't was... listen to your podcast now. I feel bad. I came in hot. I, well, it's okay. I don't think she will because she was a skeptic skeptic. But like, she was Maybe like. Maybe she heard my first episode. <laughs> and she was like, I like this girl. Now she's going to come <laughs> on here and be like, who is she? Oh, she's rude. <laughs> Um, so now we can get into, um, some like common, basically, uh, theories that are proposed on what this thing is. Um, so Wait, can we talk real quick about the, uh, echolocation one before we switch? Yes. Yeah. Because that is, I think like super cool. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that she went out and was like, oh yeah, I heard something down there for sure. And I do not know what it is. I like, know. That is enough for me to be right. like. I don't know what that is either. So there's something down there that we don't know what it is. Right. And and watching her her whole segment of the show, she was like, she was super like cold and straightforward. She was like, I don't know. She was like, I've been studying this thing for a, a really long time. And I know what killer whales, I know what what the animals that use echolocation. And this is not one of them. So I don't know. This thing's very intelligent. And I was like, oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But uh, I did think the thing that was interesting about that is that they used it in three different locations. Right. And they found it in all of them. And that does lend itself to like, 
probably more than one or two. Right. Unless that thing was following them around, which makes very little sense. Exactly. The only thing that's weird about that to me is the fact that the other research group, Mm -hmm. when they were scanning, didn't find anything consistent. So those two things to me are weird because the one makes me think like maybe there's a whole population down there right and you know people are just seeing them randomly because they're not just going to pop up on the surface all the time and you're not looking in the middle and why would they come to the shore that much right except for the walking story but i'm not sure i'm i love it i love that i'm not sure that i'm into the green and brown walking ones but i maybe who knows um (laughs) but you know those two things didn't really compute to me um and i think that's interesting and and one of my questions coming into this was you know had they scanned and is there technology to do that so i'd be interested and i guess in the other one with the um the fan club which Uh uh-huh inherently a little less reliable just from the from the gate um but for them to have found something i guess sort of makes me feel a little better about that but but that one was very interesting yeah, and I think I think honestly, like I mean, the way with the fan club one in particular, she said that had she have not have like you know checked the footage the next day, she never because they were just going you know they were going home, and if like people who are searching for champ, um, if they were like looking for this thing and then they accidentally found it, then like someone who's just on their boat probably catches it all the you know like everybody catches it, but they're just like not paying attention. Um, and with the with the echolocation, or I guess with the scanning too, is what I'd be interested in is like um, in that deep pit, if there's uh, like caves maybe that this that this thing lives in, or like even not that I think this is possible, but I have no I have no clue. Um, maybe there is like an, a, a a way out into the ocean. You know, like if there's a deep, if this thing, if this was the ocean at one point, maybe there is a pre, like a very deep crevice that goes all the way. I don't know. Like, I don't know how it works, but um, that could make sense for if this thing is, is able to come in and out. And maybe this is, you know, because like we know with sharks and other species, they have breeding spots where they go to every time they breed. So, right. And some of the sharks can go from saltwater to freshwater, I think, temporarily. Yeah. So I guess on that note, we'll just move on to the next point. Let's um, move on. Which is uh, misidentifications. So um, it was honestly like kind of hard to figure out what the largest species of fish was in the lake. Um, but uh, it seems like the general consensus is that the largest species in the lake is lake sturgeon. Um, unlike, unlike our friends who are, um, what are they called? White sturgeon, I think, um, in the Arctic. These ones only grow up to about seven and a half feet long um, and weigh about 240 pounds. Um, Think about these things. They are pretty, um, I don't know, unique, I think is a nice way to put it. Um, They are also pretty ugly um, that I think that we can rule them out pretty quickly because they are so unique that there's no way you can mistake that for anything like, you know, something with a long neck. Per se. The only thing I think on them is if you just saw them kind of like come to the surface, mm-hmm. not out, but just sort of at the top, right? like the length of them, if you didn't see their actual weird face, right? like I feel like that could be a situation where you're like, what is that giant thing in the water? Because that's, that's a big ass fish. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, that's a big thing in the water where I'm pretty sure I'm looking for a lake monster. So that definitely is it. And I could see that happening. I think probably in the earlier sightings, um, or it was very widespread, Mm -hmm. this probably would have been known to be a fish and not a monster. But now, you know, I think going back to sort of that, um, me pretending that I saw a shark in the ocean thing, (laughs) like, when you're in the water and the water's moving and like let's let's be clear lakes are really murky like you can't see anything Mm -hmm. in the lake so if you saw something 
kind of come up and go back down quickly, I definitely think that could lend to some misidentifications. Right. I don't think it's your big ones. Right. Um, um, and it, it's definitely not what's in that picture. Yeah. And the other thing is it definitely is not what the sea captain saw either because he said the weirdest part for him was there was no dorsal fins. Um, and this has a back dorsal fin and the tail has two fins. Um, but I mean, technically, I guess it still could have been because the dorsal fin is much further back on its back. Um, but he said he saw it go under. I would assume someone that had been on the lake that many times would know is probably a little less likely to misidentify this. This, I can definitely see this being responsible for some misidentifications, but I think it's probably on the people that haven't been on the lake before, don't know what they're looking at. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the fishermen. Right. The boat captain, like they know. those are people that are not going to look at this and be like, that was definitely a, a you know, a sea monster. Right. And especially the fishermen who were making fun of it. Yeah. That just doesn't really make a lot of sense that they wouldn't chalk it up to, oh, that's a fish that we see all the time and are probably fishing for. For sure. Um, the next one, which I think you'll love and because I love it, is um, the long necked freshwater turtle. Oh my gosh. I hope that's what people are seeing because this thing is so cute look at that neck it's so long and it's is it always turtle. like that because i kind of feel yeah. that like is it heavy i don't like, know does he like do any of them like droop <laughs> i'm sure that they probably get like a like a kink in their neck you know and it's just like <laughs> do they lift it up do they like dry i just feel i feel like his life is hard and it didn't need to be like what <laughs> what happened that made him evolve like that could he not reach his food maybe also like what is the shell protecting him from? That neck is 10 miles long. Yeah, I know. He, right, they're, they're sorry, that of... wasn't, that's irrelevant. You can continue. Well, I mean, the good, the good news is that this is definitely not what people are seeing in the lake, but I <laughs> wanted to include it because it is so adorable um, because this thing is only found in Australia. Um, <laughs> that was just to make me go off on how long this turtle's neck was. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And, and they're, they're not nearly as big. Like they're apparently their, their shells are, are t up to 10 inches, but their necks can also be up to 10 inches long. How this can you imagine that? Fail. I don't understand it. I think that that was a sneeze in evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I think something happened that was not supposed to, and they're just kind of like, um okay it's fine so it's like a whole species of those that's just not an accident yeah. oh, okay. no, it's just like a whole thing i i thought they were so cute though and they're <laughs> like there were so many pictures where they were just like Meh. and i was like oh good luck little one you're you're gonna get I eaten pretty fast you just threw like a diversion turtle in there just you're I like mean, this it, is irrelevant it was look brought at this up turtle. because it was brought up because somebody was like well, in the Mansi photo, like it, it could have been one of these because the shell is like the thing and that's the neck. And I was like, you need to sweet. I don't know who it was. I, so I don't know why I gave them that voice, but I was like, you need you to sit down. Lift and up that research. neck like that. Look at it. Heck no, look at that thing. So floppy. Exactly. Um, the next one. Oh, the poor Sorry, little mom. Guy. Yeah. Mom, cover your earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> um, the next one, which also is completely can't be true on many different levels is that pink dolphin it's pink <laughs> yeah it's pink so there's that um but it's and the woman in the woods very clearly said it was green and brown green and brown she made it very clear she also saw it on land so and she does not know proper english even though she's lived in the lake all of her life she's my favorite one because she's like the first time i saw it i was like did i see it or was i asleep and that is just a huge credibility <laughs> issue I, I'm sure she probably listen, couldn't say. I also say, love to hit the bottle hard. I, <laughs> I hear you, but like you've lost me now. The second one with your mom, like my mom also, well, that's not true. Yeah. My mom would support <laughs> anything that you said. So For like, sure. that's like, you're like, oh no, I definitely saw that. She'd be like, yes, sweetie, you did see she, it. And I definitely <laughs> saw it too. If I saw it, she'd be like, lay on the sauce. <laughs> like go back to bed. <laughs> Um, but this this pink dolphin, I have to say, that thing is weird. It's pink. It's like pink. That's like that's like a little girl who was like, I'm going to draw my dolphin pink. And then I it happened. It. it happened. And um, the little girl in all of us loves this dolphin. That's true. In me as well. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, basically, these things can grow up to nine feet tall or nine feet long, not tall. Um, and they can be up to like 
350 pounds um, and they live in liver, rivers and lakes, but they live in South America. So completely different climate would not I'm survive in the cold. I'm saying it's none of these things. Right. Um, so those were like the, the biggest, um, and I included the dolphin or the, the pink dolphin because people said that if, if this thing is using echolocation, the most likely thing is that um, it was dolphins because of the way um, like the humps were. It like basically if someone saw two humps, it could have just been two dolphins because they always they're a lot of times they go in sync with each other, um, which made it look like it was one moving thing. Um, but anyway, it's definitely Isn't not on Schnapsberg echolocation lady didn't she say that uh it was not a dolphin yeah she she was like i've studied dolphins this is not a dolphin because she said it it, the most similar thing is the killer whale and we can all hear the differences still and Um, also you don't see those in that lake right and she yeah she was like you we would know we would know for sure (laughs) um so now we get to some prehistoric possibilities um so which look exactly the same. I know. So the first one, which I, so I, I have to be honest, I thought this was a plesiosaur through and through, which we will get to. I want to talk about that second because this first one is a little quicker. Um, but when this was brought up, I was like, honestly, like I could, like, it doesn't have a dorsal fin, like, sure. Um, so that is called a, a basiosaurus or a basiosaurus. I'm not quite sure how it would be pronounced. Um, they uh, apparently could have grown up to 70 feet long. Um, they didn't have any neck though. So that's the one thing to be noted. Um, and they didn't have any dorsal fins. Uh, and fossils were found in North America and North Africa. Um, so they are certain that it lived in what is now the Atlantic Ocean area. Um, this, uh, this species went extinct approximately 34 million years ago though. Um, but in, on the Instagram post, you can see the, it compared to uh, a, a human being. And this thing is like large and it has the teeth, um, but it doesn't have a neck. And in Mansi's photo, we clearly see a hump and what looks to be a long neck of something. One thing about it though, is the tail mm-hmm. actually looks very neck-like. Right. So like the tail in the sense out. that if it kind of came out of the water and that flipped up with yeah. the little, I don't know what's on the back of it, but whatever that little thing is on the back, that is actually the shape um, of, of that picture. It wouldn't explain true. the movement. Um, right. Of know, it like looking and stuff. Looking. But she could have um, miss, you know, seen that. But I mean, that's not a, that's not a hard no for me right. in terms of just the shape of what it looks like, because I don't think there's anything that, first of all, that's the only sighting, I think, where the head is out of the water in that way. Yeah. Um, And so I don't, you know, I'm not confident in saying that it likes to stick its head out of the water and look around. So we we can't forget that the woman saw it on land. Twice. Oh, right. That can't walk. It has no feet. <laughs> and that doesn't have any, have any feet, so it can't walk. So, but next, um, next, cut it out, cut it out. Um, the reason that they think it, it's because um, I, I, they're not like 10,000% sure that this thing could use echolocation, but um, because it, it is a species of whales, they, I think they have assumed that it probably used something similar to echolocation. Um, so that's why this one was thrown into the mix because of um, Van M's, uh, Van Muggenthaler, whatever, great name. Um, uh, she caught echolocation. So basically they were like, could be a prehistoric whale, which again, I don't think we can rule it out because it could be. Well, and to think like that it's still, so we think it's extinct, right? I mean, that's right. what it says. We don't, again, I don't think we know things like that, but correct. however, like, I highly doubt it still looks the exact same way that it's fossilized right. this much later. I mean, evolution doesn't quite work like that. Yeah. If this is one of the few things that made it to now, right? Um, I think it's probably done a little bit of work on itself. Yeah, some um, self-reflection. Right. Like maybe feet to walk on land. (laughs) And uh, like we, I just, I, I think that that the bones of that, no pun intended, um, are (laughs) probably about right. Uh, Right. But you know, who's to say that's exactly what it looks like now. Who's to say. So, so then the next one 
is the plesiosaurus. Now it should be noted that, um, so I, have, I, didn't know, I didn't know this at all, but actually within the plesiosaurus family, there are like a good like 10 or 12 different species of a plesiosaurus that just get linked with them because they look the same. Um, so we, I think we can assume that this isn't a plesiosaurus per se because plesiosaurus were actually only like five feet long. Like they were pretty small. Um, so, I mean, there, but there are so many different like subspecies that do, that are much larger and have the same body type. Um, so in the Instagram, it's called the thalassomidion or something like that um, is the one that uh, closely resembled the size of what Champ is believed to be. Um, so basically about plesiosaurs and um, their family is that, uh, or at least plesiosaurs, they were believed to have gone extinct 65 million years ago, um, but remains have been found on every continent. So they believe that this thing or these things were just everywhere. Um, uh, they said that these things didn't, um, th these things had lungs and not gills, which means that they would have had to come up to the surface for air. Um, they came in many different shapes and sizes. Um, the typical example had the long neck, a broad body, short tail, four paddled like limbs. Um, so uh, the only thing which again, we don't know these things, plus evolution, is that uh, archeologists believe that the plesiosaurs did not have the bone structure to hold their necks out of water um, for long periods of time. But evolution, we don't know. Um, and then uh, experts also say that they, didn't, they, they haven't found anything to believe that they used echolocation. But again, it's not like they had a brain, so it's not like they could, you know, or we weren't there during to like test in the water to hear echolocation. <laughs> we didn't quite have the echolocation technology before we the existed. The cavemen are right? like, mm, well, yeah, <laughs> definitely echolocation <laughs> for sure, guys. <laughs> While they're They'd playing have to the like self-report it through the fossils. <laughs> like etching it in a stone. What did you say it sounded like? <laughs> like click, click, I don't know. Um, I mean, I have to say like, the. It, the way that people describe it, the way that Mansi's photo looks, it, it looks like this. And even in the ABC footage, which is weird, it looks like a broad body with a small snake looking neck. Well, and it's funny because I actually think in that video, it looks super weird because I'm like, ew, it's such a like flat little head. Yeah. Like what a like flat little head. Yeah, on it's not neck. as like, like you, would think you want it to be more like you know how the snake's head like comes out and it's all like diamond shaped, mm -hmm. but I was like, oh, it's such a little like, meh. And so that's exactly what this picture looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it's got this it's like big sad. body and then just like flat head. And I, I just, I feel that. I feel like that <laughs> is, you know, very similar to what I saw. And, right. um, and in this, you know, again, this... like it could be who the hell knows how these things survived until now if they right. did. So like, the first one could have made it with the second one i don't know yeah i don't know what happened i don't know what it looks like now but but this one is exactly what i had in my brain right despite the fact that i'd never seen anything other than the little head picture just a little head one yeah <laughs> right no and i mean we can see in this illustration that it's green so again going back to the the woman who saw it on land she was right she's right with her first one um so i love her i'm still holding on to her sighting i'm i'm holding on to it never let go never um but again like i think truthfully like evolution could make all of these things possible you know um the way that the scientists explained it was that it wasn't like, um, like it, it's, it's not, apparently it wasn't like the land just kind of shifted all like in a, in a minute and then just like locked it off like a bridge. It takes time obviously because it moves slowly, but um, you know, if there were a, like, even if there were like three of them that got caught in there, you know, that they were just too far or they just were living there, living their lives, yeah, whatever. Like and they were like, and then they were like, Oh, fuck um <laughs> guys uh did you guys see that they closed this off like where'd our friends go <laughs> what should we do now um and like it does make sense i mean we we're here today there are all these animals that are here today so obviously evolution is smart enough and strong enough to withstand most things so like 
to say that a something that got caught in there and it was, you know, it's either you die or you evolve. And it's well, and if if it's something with lungs, does it matter? Right. That's the other thing is that like I don't I don't know how that works. Like I I think that it doesn't matter at that point, unless I'm maybe like skincare routines, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It burns. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know how much of that would be like as relevant. Maybe it doesn't affect it at all. But that's something that's interesting. I do think that if they were um, needing to breathe the air, and again, like some you know, whales can hold their breath for God knows how long, like there might be some more sightings, but it does make sense as to why there would be so many sightings if this thing has to to. surface, because I mean, a lot of what we don't know about is because it can just chill down there and never comes up. Right. And honestly, if, if it has, if, you know, if it's smart enough to use echolocation, then it's smart enough to see humans as predators. Um, And so once the lake probably got famous, it it probably found secluded areas that it knew it could come up for air. Or even maybe it figured out that you it only had to bring like the tiniest bit of their head out to just breathe and then go back on, you know, like, um, and maybe in Mansi's photo, we had a, just someone who was uh, over being under the water and wanted to be like Ariel and just wanted to be where the I people knew were. you were going there. <laughs> he wants to be where the people are. She was like, I want to be where the <laughs> people are. There was no way you weren't doing that in this episode. Not she like again. she like flipped her red wig too. She's like, I want to see. <laughs> I think you're thinking about the pink dolphin. Oh, snap. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, never mind. Episode canceled. Scratch Whatever. It's fine. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just edit it out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a plesiosaur or something along those lines. Yeah, I think I think that my position on things in the water is always going to be I don't know, right? I don't know what it is, but I firmly believe that it's something. Yeah, I that's the thing. Like, there's no way. I mean, like there are there are other sea creatures and some other things that I'm like that could totally be, uh, you know, a misidentification. Even with Iliamna, for like, I I was I could have believed that they were all seeing um, white sturgeon and. Um, but there were other facts, factors into it. But like with this one, there is, I just, I, I cannot imagine that this many people are seeing, you know, something that we know. And they're just like, oh my God, it's a Seamont. Like, and then the evidence, no, I just think there's too much. Of you it. have evidence, you have witnesses who either didn't know or didn't believe right. in this. And most of them weren't actually looking for the attention of even the one that I'm I'm really being very mean to um, <laughs> in the woods. Like she didn't even report the first no. one. So like, these aren't people that, you know, other than the fan club one, right. um, who even say that they didn't even find it. Like, oh, we looked for it and we found it. It right. was like, we accidentally found it. Yeah, like they were on their way back. Good. Yeah. Right, so like, you know, I think each of them has some level of, of credibility to it that I haven't heard in a lot of the other cryptids and that alongside with some actual evidence. And and I don't think it has to be evidence of like, we know what this is. It's evidence right. of like, we don't know what this is. Right? And I think that's like in cryptozoology, I think that's the best we're going to do for a right. long time. Right. Until, Until we, we get have in one of those a body. Little, like, bubble submarines which i'm surprised they haven't done yet how have we not done that you want to get one yeah let's go get one they're probably like what like 300 bucks maybe i don't know you could like rent it can you rent it i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say uh that nobody in that area has one of those things but that's just i mean if anybody in the area has it hit me up but i feel like they're doing the they're doing the ocean stuff with it so we just need to be like ocean's quiet today can we just Hop um, actually, it's yeah. Actually, the Titanic doesn't need. She wants. She needs to take a nap. So if you could just bring that over here, thanks so much, guys. It will take like two days, and then you can have it right back. Like it's so chill. It's like so chill. But the thing is, on Monster Quest, they had um, they had like a group of investigators live on the lake and for like a week or something because all the locals said, if you want to see this thing, you have to live. Like you have to live here, um, mm-hmm. because they they talked to some people who were like. I've been, I've lived on this lake my entire life and I've never seen anything or like, you know, um, so 
this this investigation team did and they did different things like they ran a camera like uh, attached to a fake fish um they that would be perfect prey for whatever they think but like they don't know champ so like maybe he's again maybe he's a vegetarian leave them alone or a vegan Are you just assuming all this information about yeah. him like can you guys like calm it. down it's so mean Ugh. anyway but um they didn't catch anything but they also like the water is so murky that even if there was something like 20 feet away you wouldn't be able to see it yeah and i think that's actually a really good point like you just can't see anything under there right and if there's you know at the bottom if there are like caves or crevices Mm -hmm. or you know anything that they can hide in or under done like this might be the best they ever get right and also that would make a lot of sense for echolocation because it's not they like can't, they can't see like they can't they, yeah like i think that for us to assume that they have like x-ray vision and stuff no i'm pretty sure like what we see under the water they probably see like a little better but i doubt that they're seeing like crystal clear things yeah no and and that does make sense as to why they would use that and again that one's so compelling to me because she's not saying like listen listen i found this she's no. just like i found something i don't know what it is yeah and the fact it's that not a dolphin I, it's not a whale that's what exactly I and i think that like what she was what she was getting at was that this thing i mean again she said like it's an intelligent intel like she was she was making it very clear that this thing is very intelligent and i think that we if 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 this if whatever is there is that intelligent then it knows how to stay out of humans ways it knows how to keep itself this like it's not like it's actually hiding from humans because it doesn't want to be found it's hiding because it thinks that we are prey so like or we are um predators so obviously it's going to stay away and if that's smart it's going to figure out every way for to not be seen and a lot of the sightings are either like well, from what we talked about tonight, right. a lot of the sightings are someone on the side, like on the shore, mm-hmm. who wasn't in the water with it, and then boats. And I always think that there's some, you know, credibility to boats seeing things because let's assume for a second it's not a vegetarian and it eats fish. For sure. Like, that is, you know, very common. Like there's tons of sharks that you see in fishermen's right. boats because they're coming to get the fish. So yeah. for that to be like the ferry and the fisherman's boat. And, and I think there was another one with a tourist, like for right. that to be the locations where you do see it, that actually makes sense um, as to why something that's normally underwater would actually risk it and come up. Yeah. Um, because like there's some fish here. So yeah. I'm going to come get some. And I think also like, just like thinking about it, if it, it we know we know of species like bears who hibernate during the winter. I'm not saying that these things hibernate, but I'm saying like we we know of species who are able to to go without eating for long periods of time. So like maybe whatever this is, the reason it hasn't messed up the put a dent in the food chain or whatever is because they binge eat and then they let it regrow. You know, like uh, again, if they're this intelligent, they've they've figured out everything before we have. So like, and there's not 50. There's just not 50. There's not 50. There's not 50. We'd find more of them. Unless they are much smaller and maybe, you know, maybe it's like a queen bee type situation where only one of them's big. There's probably 50 sturgeon. Uh, for sure. <laughs> I honestly want to see a sturgeon now. After seeing so many pictures of them, I'm like, give me that sturgeon. I want to see that thing. I want to become fishermen and go get ourselves a sturgeon. Yeah. I think I'd be you the You know we're going to accidentally ever. find champ, right? <sighs> And then I think it's just going to be like one of those things where it's like, okay, so uh, we saw that, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Yeah, we're just going to keep going. We should going bring on mom to back us up too. Mom would only back me up though. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, she'd be like, uh, I don't know, Jetta. I think you were blinked maybe or something, but Josh <laughs> definitely saw it. My son definitely saw something out there. My sweet son. Oh, my sweet boy. <laughs> She's going to laugh. She's going to do her laugh. That's like, <laughs> when she hears this. <laughs> and then she's going to go, she's going to say out loud right now. That's not my laugh. And that's it. it. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm calling it right now, mom. Text me if you hear do this. Do you think your listeners learned more about, um, you know, like lake monsters or mom in this episode? Both. And I think that's the important thing. You're all welcome. Welcome to 
this life that we have been given, birthed into. It's beautiful. It's magical. She let me watch Monster Quest all the time. All the time. And ghost shows. I actually rewatched Monster Quest. It was great. Still good? Yeah. Well, kind of. I fell asleep during a lot of them. I have to say, it's kind of boring. But Destination Truth, like my listeners know, my favorite show, so much better. I thought they were both boring when you were growing up. So here we all are. Well, here we all are. So again, everybody, we have to hate on Jenna. She turned down Hellhounds and now she's saying the Destination Truth is bad. You heard it here, folks. That's it. Cut, print, move on. Wait, but I think we just found the first, like one of the first episodes in a long time. That's like, this is a cryptid. So that's exciting. I feel great about it. Okay. I think that's good. I think, yeah, I think we covered it all. I think we got it. I think so too. I feel really great about it. I want to go see Champ now. I know. I'm like, just like rent a boat and just like float out in the middle and see what happens. Uh, who needs a boat? You know what we should do? We should get, <laughs> we should get one of those. We need a boat. We need some inflatable rafts with some <laughs> cup holders and just. Do you just want to straight float in there with a monster? Well, we got to find it somehow. I know, but I'm going to be all sauced up. Well, yeah, well, we can get the ones that don't let your butt go in the water. So, like, you could be, like, fully <laughs> Yeah, on. that would actually freak me out. I'm not even with the, <laughs> even with the sturgeon. That's enough. Like, I don't want my feet or my butt in the water just, like, hanging around. No, da-na, we need the ones that are fully covered. Da-na, da-na, da-na. <laughs> with with our luck, we'd get eaten by this thing. I'd be like, but I <sighs> might finally see a shark. <laughs> that's true. If this thing's okay. a shark, maybe it's a shark. It's not. If it's it uses not. echolocation. Nope. Can't be. Also no has no dorsal. No dorsal. No dorsal. Could be a shark. Actually, I feel like if it was a shark, it would have been eating people by now. Like, who needs it, you know? That's what I'm honestly surprised. I, I will end this soon. I'm just rambling at this point. But I am surprised that uh, that this thing hasn't eaten anybody. No people eating? No people maybe eating. Maybe it is a vegetarian. Maybe it's a vegetarian. Or maybe its neck just, like, could not fit. Like, maybe the neck that is... that little flat head. That maybe like that, that turtle. That's why I think it might be a vegetarian. Like, what kind of fish is going to go down that little tiny pipe? You know what I'm saying? Just Minnows. Like... Nobody can see what's happening. and that's I'm amazing. so happy that they can't. <laughs> yeah, that's probably good. But they heard my sound effects. <laughs> you look like Yurtle the turtle from Dr. Seuss. I'm being the turtle. <laughs> Your neck needs to be much, much longer. Ten inches. I wish, dude. Ten inches. Ten God, inches. Didn't give me that. Mm-mm. We got okay well thanks for being on again that was great (laughs) thank you for having me i had a great time i felt um less mean on this one which is you know a change of pace for me um and i'm really excited well thanks everybody for listening so uh deuces (laughs) so what do you think is the lake champlain monster really out there we are on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, so make sure to follow us and tell us all of your thoughts on the cryptids we cover and what you'd like to hear next. It would mean a lot to us if you'd go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Just a reminder, I'll be back on January 5th with new episodes, and maybe they will be cooler than the original ones. I'm not sure yet. Either way, I think they'll be fun, because they're still going to be about cryptids, which we love. I just wanted to say, happy holidays, or happy winter, happy whatever you celebrate, whatever you want to believe in, I'm totally supporting you. And for anybody that can't be with their loved one this year, I'm sending my love to you, and I'm wishing you all the best. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Winter, Happy First Snowfall, I don't know, Happy You. Can't wait to see you guys next year, if the aliens don't come and take us first. See you then. This episode was written and hosted by me, Josh, with logo design by Jason Zykes and theme music from purpleplanet.com.